Now, News Talk Radio, CJAD 800 gives you Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner. Santa baby, just slip a sable under This is your guide to getting social and finding love in Montreal. Welcome to Solo in the City on CJAD 800. I'm your co-host, Dan Delmar, and I'm pleased to introduce your host, a dating coach, socialista, founder of TV, Cheryl Vesner. Good evening, Cheryl. Hello, Dan. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm really um, excited with the holidays coming up and getting ready for them and going to a whole bunch of different parties. Hanukkah. I mean, it's been a great week. Lots of activity. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm definitely uh, going through a bit of a latka phase in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not ashamed of that. Okay, well, I have to say, you know, I've been doing this whole exercise, get fit for the holiday because I'm taking on my, you know, my kids on this amazing adventure to Costa Rica. And I wanted to get fit for this whole thing. And it's part of my progress in life coming from a relationship and ending a relationship and going back and rediscovering myself after learning new things about life from that encounter and I decided one of the things that I wanted to do because I always tell people when you have a breakup do something that's very proactive for yourself you know take on a new project something that shows you I am. I'm something new. I'm something strong. I'm I'm really achieving new things for myself. And one of them was I felt that my whole core, my body was not in shape anymore and I wasn't strong. So that was one of my things that I wanted to do and achieve for this new year. So I'm excited about that. So on top of it, though, because of it, I've been eating very healthy <laughs> and couldn't have too many latkes. Well, you, you don't know what you're missing. Well, I I had one or two, but um, you know what? It's okay. okay. It's um, it's been a good week actually. Good. Yeah. Well, um, this this show is all about. Uh, I mean, the holidays are coming up, and and it's time to it's time to meet the parents. Yes, it is time to meet the parents, and that's something that's really daunting for a lot of people. And you know, we sit there and we think about ourselves going out into the world, and sometimes that can be very anxiety provoking. But if you really think about it, you know, the person taking you home this holiday season. They love you. They, you know, I would assume in most cases that you're only doing this not with somebody that you've just met a week ago. This is somebody that you're interested in. You know, it's holidays is not the time to just bring a date. Like you don't sit down to a family dinner. I don't believe. I don't advise people just to bring a date to Hanukkah or Christmas dinner. It's somebody that's you really love or you think that there's a future there. You're bringing them home. The family wants to like that person. Well, in most cases, that is. <laughs> Some cases. Yeah, no, in most cases, the, <laughs> the the family wants to like the person because they want you happy. So, you know, you have to step in there and show your best self. And And one thing I want to say right now is I know people have a great intention when they say to you, oh, just be yourself. I'm going to tell you, you know what? Be authentic, but don't just be yourself. You want to be your best self because we all have a range. We start from having really bad days to really great days. We have days where we're feeling really confident and secure and other days, well, you know, we're a little bit more tired and, and our our life has kind of taken over and, you know, we're just a little bit more depleted. When you're going to a first date, when you're going home to meet the parents, you have 
to really step in there with your best self. A game. It's not a game. No. It's no, it's not a game. But okay, imagine this. Okay, especially you're going to somebody's house for no, I mean, dinner. I mean, like bring your A game. Oh, yeah, okay, don't bring treat your it as a game. A bring game. your A game. Okay, because yeah. I, I I heard you say no, it's, it's a not game. A game. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 your it's A game. Yeah. Okay, your A game. And because let's face it, that's what attracts people is your A game. And when you've had a day with your kids or your boss or or you know something at school, if you're still in school, and you step out from that into the world, whether it's going home for the holidays to meet the parents or on that first date, you want the best you because you want a revisit. You want the family to like you. You want that second date. So it's not just about being just be you. It's being be the best you. So going home for the holidays, that's what I'm going to tell everybody. Step in there and don't forget, ladies, gentlemen, bring a gift because so many people forget about that. They think that their date is going to walk in there mm. with something for the family. No, 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 no. You have to bring a gift yeah. to the host. Bottle of wine at least. Something. I mean, don't walk into anyone's home this holidays without a little something. Yeah, no. Because, uh, you know, they're, they're not that they're going to look for something, but if you give it to them, they're going to notice certain things that might be of value to them. And one common value that most people have is when you walk into somebody's home, you bring a gift. Hmm. Uh, our panel should be good. Danielle Perrin is an etiquette expert, and CJ's Cora McDonald uh, is in a new relationship, and she's right. actually meeting her boyfriend's parents this holiday season, so we're going to prepare her for that. We are. And, and the other thing is about timing, because, for instance, there's a lot of people out there who might have just met somebody. And you really like that person and you really want to spend time with them. And, and especially if you're, you're coming out of a relationship where you have kids or whatever, you want to share the holidays with that person that you've been dating possibly for three months. And you, you might feel that you're in love with them already. What do you do? Because that person may not even have family here. They might be alone in the world or they might want to really be incorporated into you. And that is a very touchy, extremely hard thing to balance. So if you need any help with that, by the way, you can reach out to me, info at soulinthecity.tv. I'll give you some advice on that because there are ways in which we can handle that situation and find a balance that makes everybody happy to a certain extent. You might not please everybody all the time, but you do have to really take a step back and say, is it time for me to meet this or make these introductions and have them meet the family or do I wait? and say, okay, it's not time yet. And there is a philosophy. A lot of people think that it's around a six-month thing. If you're dating somebody six months or over, it might be time to meet. And that means an exclusive relationship where it's six months or over. And then other people think, you know, whenever. Um, I have my opinion on that and uh, happy to share it with anybody who needs some of that advice. Okay, so you, you stick by the six-month window, um, roughly? Well, it, again, it, it does depend because I do think that it's, it's very much do you have children in that? Mm. When was your last relationship? Have you ever brought somebody home before? So that's why I said, you know, rules are meant to be broken and it's very much relationship um, depicting. But I do think that if there's kids, probably I would say it has to be six months. It's not even a time. It's more are you making the decision together that you want to have a future? That's when you make the decision to bring somebody home, introduce them to the children, and introduce them to the family. You want some kind of stability there. All right. That makes sense. I mean, you don't want to bring someone, you know, the flavor of the week. Definitely not the flavor. The yeah, yeah, no, no. You don't want to do that. 
So um, quickly, you want to talk about Sugar Sammy? We're almost out of well, time. You know, yeah, I, I just wanted to say that it was funny because I went to see his show this week. There was a great fundraiser, and he was talking about the first date. So I just wanted to throw it out there because he was saying, you know, when I go out on a first date, I believe we split the bill, and unless I think I'm going to get lucky, I mean, it's all part of his shtick. And if not, I discuss the fact that we split the bill, and if I get lucky, mm. <laughs> I'll pay her back. I mean, it, it was hysterical. I just wanted to say, for anybody who was at that show and for anybody listening, in this day and age, it's still the old-fashioned way, and I strongly suggest, gentlemen, if you're taking a lady out, pay the bill. And if you need a date suggestion, Sugar Sammy has shows through the holidays, and it's a great uh, 100% show. 100% he does, and it is a good show. Check out Eventco if you want to uh, do that. Uh, coming up on Solo in the City, hey, Dr. Sid Miller from uh, from On Call, CJD's specialist on anxiety and uh, and all those issues. He's the perfect guy to talk to before heading into these situations. He is next on Solo in the City. This is Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. Your guide to getting social and finding love in Montreal. Welcome back to Solo in the City on CJAD 800. I'm co-host Dan Delmar with host and founder of SoloInTheCity.tv, Cheryl Besner. And uh, Cheryl, the holidays are coming up, of course, and it's time to meet the parents. In some cases, yes. In some cases, no. That's the decision that a lot of people have to make out there, which is what we were discussing earlier. Um, Can people bring people home too fast or, you know? Mm-hmm. Do you make the attempt to make the best impression when you walk through the door and how to do that? And we're having Dr. Sid Miller from CJAD. He's a specialist on anxiety and cognitive behavioral therapist. Welcome to the show to discuss this. Thanks for inviting me. Well, you know, what? Um, we're really looking at the ways in which people react and get into the holiday season and how they feel about new relationships, introducing, not introducing. So I figured who better to shed some light on this than you, Dr. Miller. Thanks. So I think uh, there's a bunch of questions. The first one is actually, do you even bring them over at this point in the relationship? And if you're going to do it, do you do it at this time of the year? So I think those are the first two questions. And everybody's different than that. There are some families where... Oh, you have a new girlfriend and you have a new boyfriend, bring them by. And there's other families that say don't bring them home unless you are about to get engaged. Right. And so part of the decision, I think, is that one is what's your family like? Are they the type that would love to meet your new relationship or are they the type who don't bring them around unless it's super serious? That's question number one. That's right. And that's one of the things that Dan and I were discussing, that you can't just decide, well, you know, it's a cookie cutter response. It depends on your family. It depends on your relationship. Do you have children? There are so many different things that play into do you or don't you, right? Oh, for sure. In this uh, generation of uh, blended families where you have lots of folks with kids who are on the dating scene again, that's a whole other complexity, potentially, if it's not handled well. And that is, is it the right time yet? to introduce my new relationship to my kids. Right. And there, generally, we do have some more general guidance, not just how you feel. Uh, And usually it depends on variables as to how long uh, you've been separated or divorced. Uh, Is this the first person you're bringing in? How are you going to introduce them? Uh, There's there's a variety of things. You don't want to do it too soon in your new relationship uh, for a couple of reasons for the kids' sake. One, you need to be confident that they've adjusted 
to the divorce that's happened, to the fact that their folks no longer, their parents no longer live together, and if they're adjusting to that, then you're more able to bring somebody else in. But if they're still struggling with that, bringing somebody else into the mix just makes things a lot more complicated and potentially sours the relationship that could later work. Right. the, mm-hmm. There's a company called It's Just Lunch, and they did a study, and they said 42% of the single people wait six months or more before bringing a significant person home, either for the holidays or just in general, actually. Yeah, it actually surprises me that it's that long. But, uh, again, I think it, we don't know who's in their survey. If it includes a lot of folks with kids, that doesn't seem very long. Uh, if it includes the people who don't yet have kids, it does seem long to me. But, again... You don't want to put your new relationship uh, in with your family if you know that your family doesn't really like to meet people until you're about to be engaged. So now you're going to throw them in, and your family automatically, even though they haven't met them yet, are going to have a certain resistance to them even being there. And especially on a holiday where, again, it's your family the type of holiday uh, celebrators that like to have lots of different people in the house, or do they prefer to keep it intimate for the family? If you're the one bringing your partner home or your new boyfriend or girlfriend home, it's kind of up to you to figure out what's my family like and what kind of reception are we likely to get. 100%. And you can also help your partner know what to do next, too. And, and, and again, you have to brief that person, especially also if they're doing it, you, they're coming into your home and there's children and even just the family. You want to give them some insight of things that are really, you know, should be left outside at their house and 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 prep them on who's who and if there has been you know deaths in the family by chance which would be you know um, a very touchy situation Uh, kids you know don't approach too close you know don't make too much physical contact with certain you know certain children that might be having a hard time with this whole thing as you're saying you know really don't expect the person to just know everything about the situation that they're walking into right and even even some uh more even simpler notions which is uh you know at the table if you're coming to their uh, christmas meal with them do people tend to dress up a little does everybody come to the table in a nice uh, shirt and a jacket you need to know that because if you grew up in a household where everybody comes in jeans and a sweatshirt you're going to be out of place or vice versa we're all a little casual i mean you can never dress too nice to make right. a good impression. So you might still want to dress it up a little bit. And also just certain things, you know, uh, some people think that it's humorous to make jokes when they first meet uh, mm-hmm. the future potential in-laws. Generally not a good idea. <laughs> jokes kind of fall flat you often, and they may not have a sense of humor or your sense of humor. Uh, I, think, uh, I think also very important to really uh, turn up the demonstration, uh, hopefully it's a real demonstration, but nonetheless really demonstrate to these folks that I really care about your son or your daughter because that's one of the things they're really looking for is how does he or she behave around my son or daughter. Doctor said, do you have any good breathing exercises if people are really freaking out about it? (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) My favorite, which is diaphragm breathing, which is uh, the diaphragm that area kind of above your stomach and below your ribs. Uh, when we breathe in and out, when we're lying down, it feels like your stomach's going up and down. That's actually a diaphragm. If you breathe in real slow and you breathe out real slow, kind of like you might do in yoga, it's a phenomenal relaxation technique, exercise 
And you can do it anywhere. You can do it standing up. You can do it sitting at the dinner table. A couple of these really good diaphragm breaths can calm you right down. And, and another very important thing is don't think that before you leave your house that taking a drink is going to help the situation. You know, if anything, it's going to probably make you more anxious and then already start you on a road to possibly saying things that you wouldn't normally say. So drinking excessively also before you're going to this uh, reunion is not a good idea. No, and actually it's an excellent point. If we take it even one step further, when you get there, Right. Do not think that you are now free to <laughs> celebrate and party like you would in your own house. That's it. You're you're going to be uh, scrutinized every moment you're there. So, you know, it's okay to have a glass of wine, but you may want to keep it to that one so you can keep your wits about you. And, okay, let me ask you this. First impressions, do you think that it can shape the quality of the relationship and that future interactions that you're going to have with those people at that table? Uh, like they say, you ne- you don't have a second chance to make a first impression. So I think that first impressions are important. They're not, you know, you can, you know, if let's say it wasn't a great first impression, but it really is a solid relationship and you do end up together and build a life together, there'll be plenty of opportunities to, you know, fix that first impression. And people will often say, you know, I, I initially didn't like it. <laughs> got to know him better. I really, he was really good for my daughter or she was really good for my son. So I think first impressions don't, you know, ruin it for the rest of the relationship. But if you can start off with a good first impression, it certainly doesn't hurt. A hundred percent. You're listening to Dr. Sid Miller, CJD's on-call specialist on anxiety and cognitive behavioral therapist. Um, one of the points that I'm going to say is that I believe that the most important things you can do is eye contact and listen to the people that are around you. Let them give you the lead and then you just kind of sit back and be in the reactive portion of the evening. What do you think about that? Oh, I I think also two very excellent points. Eye contact critical because whether the person who who you're looking at consciously recognizes it or not, looking straight at someone gives off the impression of openness. And, and connection. And so whether they're conscious of the fact that they're feeling that you are open and receptive to what they're saying, they will feel that way. So eye contact, which is often difficult for us, uh, very, very important. It also, if you have eye contact, it also helps you to keep your eyes from straying elsewhere where maybe they shouldn't stray. So I think it's good to have a focus. Mm-hmm. And I think the second thing that you point out is also really excellent. You're going to make an excellent impression if you observe and respond as opposed to, you know, put yourself out in front. I think people appreciate someone who's thoughtful and thinking. People often interpret, you know, quiet, active listening as, as, uh, as, in, as intelligent and, uh, and calm and positive. So I, and I think, again, since you're entering an environment that you don't, know the lay of the land and especially at holiday times and i think it's interesting to bring this up bringing your you know partner to uh, christmas dinner to the holiday dinner holiday dinners are very emotional very often and so right. you're in trouble all That's great points 100 percent. dr sid all we're all out of time on call sunday nights here on cjd thanks dr sid my pleasure
Cheryl, our roundtable is next. We have Danielle Parent, etiquette expert, and Claire McDonald, who's meeting her parents, uh, her boyfriend's parents over the holidays. Solo in the city on CJAD. Solo in the City with Cheryl Besner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. Your guide to getting social and finding love in Montreal. Welcome back to Solo in the City on CJAD 800. I'm co-host Dan Delmar with your host and founder of SoloInTheCity.tv, Cheryl Besner. And it's all about going home for the holidays, meeting the parents, and uh, we have a, a pretty apropos panel this week, Cheryl. A hundred percent. Well, first of all, we have Cora McDonald from CJAD, and she is in the process of meeting the parents. He's met her. She's meeting his. They're going back and forth, so we're going to get to that. Cora, welcome to the show again. Thank you for having me. And then, of course, we're discussing the etiquette of bringing people home. We've talked about the psychology of it with Dr. Sid earlier, and now we're going to get into really the nitty-gritty of it. So we welcome Danielle Parent. She's an etiquette expert and also author of a new book, Au Secours de l'Amour. So, you know, we're going to get into a little bit of the things you should or shouldn't do. So, first of all, Cora, you've met his His parents. parents. Exactly. This weekend... Tomorrow, he's meeting yours. Exactly. Okay, so tell us a little bit about the setup. Is he going to your house? Are you meeting at a restaurant? Um, Actually, that's the interesting thing. My parents were were unsure of how they should go about it. It's been a while since I've introduced someone to them. So uh, they were like, should we go to a restaurant? Should we, like, what should we do? And I said, no, let's just do it at home. Very simple, you know, you, mom, dad, and brother, and uh, go from there. Now, how long have you known this person? It'll be um, when he meets him a month and two weeks. A month and two weeks. Yeah, it's okay. pretty cool. Pretty and, cool. <laughs> and this is like you're dipping your toe before diving in for the holidays, exactly. right? Exactly. Yeah, we wanted to prepare each other mentally for our families. Okay. Exactly. So, Danielle, yeah. um, Cora's never been married before. No. This is something new. What do you think? Too early or perfect? They're both ready for it, so go for it. Well, I suppose if you want to meet his parents and if he introduced you to his parents... I suppose this is like going well. This is a, a, a serious relationship that's going somewhere. It's not just a, a one-night uh, affair. No. Yeah, I think the moment we met each other, it's something we both kind of shared. It was sort of like, this is this is it. You know, this makes sense, like whatever it is. And um, there was just instant chemistry mentally, physically, and so almost emotionally. Just we were well at ease um, when I met his parents, his mother gave him sort of feedback, and he told me that she she's never told him this before. But apparently, she um, noticed that we were very comfortable with each other, and we were almost like we knew each other for a long time. And that's how I feel. I feel like I've known this person forever, and it's just the easiest the easiest thing that that that's happened. Now, in terms of this is great, but it's a little bit different, Danielle, when we're coming at it from being married and having children and then all of a sudden going into a new relationship. I don't know if you will agree with me or not, but for instance, if I were meeting somebody now, I don't think I'd be bringing them home. As a matter of fact, I know I would not be bringing them home to meet the family after six weeks. You want no, to comment on that? As you said, like you've been married for a long time, you have children, after a month and a half to bring somebody home, especially for Christmas, you know, mm-hmm. like Christmas is a... It's a, it's a family thing, you know. I, I, you're right, Cheryl. If I were in your shoes, I wouldn't bring my 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 new boyfriend for Christmas as as soon as fast as this. 
You're right. But her story is different. That's right. Right? It's age appropriate here as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, Dan, what about you? I mean, you, you've been single and out there. Mm-hmm. You meet somebody new. How do you feel about bringing somebody home for the holidays? Uh, I, it's not a rush, partly because my parents don't live close by. That, that's also a factor. Um, but uh, usually I, I think it takes a few months for me, usually three, four months at least. And uh, I tend to only bring someone by when it's official, exclusive, serious relationship, locked down and everything. So it's only happened maybe, I don't know, like four or five times in my, in mm-hmm. my life. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, uh, I, I'm, I'm not in a rush because, uh, you know, my parents have opinions and, and everyone's family has opinions. And I just want to discover that stuff on my own, I think. I think I think the differences between myself and you know Danielle, you, you know, we're a little bit older than the two people in studio with us um, who have no history. Mm-hmm. Um, is there's more collateral damage mm-hmm. when you have people that get involved and you bring into the relationship. I know myself. I just experienced that where I had somebody in my life for over a year, and you know, you get all these emotional connections with everybody and so it's not just you and that person anymore like Cora if you and your paramour what's his name by the way his name's Guillaume okay so if you and Guillaume all of a sudden in two months from now stop there's not as much collateral damage there's not other people getting hurt and I think that's why you know especially in that 40 up group if you have children or 30s and you have children Mm -hmm. that's where it becomes a little bit more uh, delicate I agree with you Mm-hmm. So let's talk about some of the etiquettes. We're going into somebody's house. It's the holiday season. Danielle, what are some of the most important things that somebody should do when they're going out there to make the first impression? Because first impressions with the family is very important. You want them to like you, right? Yes, it's preferable that they like you. <laughs> <laughs> From the first moment they see you, it's preferable, you know. So, well, yeah, I think it's nice to bring something. Of course, there is only... One reason that you can go to somebody's house with empty hands. Do you know that? No, actually, I don't. <laughs> I, I Normally, from... we never go to never. anybody's place if we're invited with empty hands, mm-hmm. right? We always bring something, but you can always arrive with nothing unless you've sent flowers the morning, you know, or right. the next okay. day. That's the only time you go to people's house with nothing in your hand. Otherwise, you bring something, you know. Mm-hmm. And also br- try and bring something that, that disappears with time. Something, Don't bring something consumable. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> Don't bring something that will stay for the rest of his life. Because sometimes we don't know people's taste mm-hmm. and sometimes we make mistakes. And, uh, you know, sometimes you receive things that you don't really like. And uh, every time the person comes back, you have to get it out. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Put it in the living room and pretend that you like it, you know. So mm-hmm. I think it's easier to bring something that, uh, something to drink, something to eat, uh, candles, whatever. Things that are disappearing with time. You're listening to the very wise <laughs> advice of Danielle Parent. She's our etiquette expert today. And as well, we're talking with Cora McDonald about her about to meet the parents. So one of the things is also, even with flowers, though, you don't want to, I advise people, if you're going to do flowers, get them in a vase already or get an arrangement. Yes, because you're if right. you're especially going into a you're big right. party and that hostess is meeting you, then they don't know what to do with the flowers. They've yes. got to go searching for a vase. They don't have one. So you want to keep the party flow going. So either send them in advance, show up with something in a pot, and keep it simple, right? Yeah, especially with glaiel, you know, which is about this high, <laughs> and you don't have the proper pot to put it in. Normally, when you have people over, when you have guests, you think about these things. You think about flowers. And so no gladiolas. <laughs> no glaiel, you know. <laughs> So, Cora, what are you showing up with this week? 
Um, usually I keep it simple. I just go and get a good bottle of wine, mm -hmm. generally. Mm -hmm. That's that's what I do. Yeah, yeah. Even Same when here. I go to a friend's place yeah. for dinner, I'll bring a bottle of wine. Yeah. Just as courtesy for the invitation. It's kind of nice to wrap it, you know, just to not to come with a bottle. Yeah, in like, yeah, a bag. Something nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, now we're, we're, we're in the house, we're sitting down, we're about to have the meal. I mean, besides, for instance, we've been talking earlier with um, the our expert earlier, Dr. Sid Miller, who was on with us. We were talking about the fact that eye contact is important. Listening is mm -hmm. important. Now, what about physical contact? How much physical contact is appropriate? Like, At least as possible. As least as possible. <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> Okay, Cora's no laughing hysterically. Okay, oh, go for it. What are you thinking laughing. here? Well, it's just PDA. that... No, I'm not... It's funny because this, this, this relationship is entirely something that I'm not used to. Like Dan said, like three or four months is typically my my thing as well and I've only ever introduced like four people to my mom and my dad has only ever met two people so this is really fast for me and even like being official and all that but it just feels very right so I'm trying to to go with that um in terms of the PDA too it's very like natural where we're just kind of we hold each other's hands a lot we link arms a lot we're very like we hold each other, like we touch each other, like even at the table, our feet were touching under the table, like we're feet like under magnets. the table is good. We're Wait like a minute, magnets. feet under the table is good. <laughs> you can't get us <laughs> But yeah, it's it's uh, so yeah, PDA is okay with him. With other people that I've been with, it might be a bit different. Sorry about that, but yeah, it's just that's just it's uh, it depends. I Would think. you kiss her, his parents? kiss on the cheek yeah yeah, yeah um i said bye to them yeah because like they're quebecois and it's very natural for yeah. quebecois people i find people kiss too much you know actually even? in quebec oh yeah definitely great panel this week uh, thanks so much uh, panelist danielle parent etiquette expert her book is au secours de l'amour and her website is l'elegance.com that's with an l l'elegance.com and cjd producer cora mcdonald and and good luck tomorrow cora thank you yeah thanks, we'll be rooting for you <laughs> thank you Solo in the City on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800, The Kiss Calendar, and this Ask Cheryl is next. You're listening to Solo in the City with Cheryl Desner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. Your guide to getting social and finding love in Montreal. Welcome back to Solo in the City on CJAD 800. I'm co-host Dan Delmar and Cheryl, uh, founder of Solo in the City, of course. What is on your KISS calendar this week? Okay, well, first of all, I want to start off with if anybody is planning on going to Florida or anywhere that there is a Disney World. This is something I wanted to share with you. Disney World has started something. It's all part of the Magic Kingdom, and it's called Mouse Mingle. So it's kind of like eHarmony, Tinder, you know, person to person. You get online and you can talk about the Disney parks and it's ways in which you can communicate with somebody and even meet to go through the park together and go on rides that you like. So, um, you know, a lot of people are heading south for the holidays coming up. So if you do get online, if you want to go and, you know, go to Disneyland and enjoy the park that's something you don't want to do alone. I really do believe that there's very little that you can't do as a solo, as an individual, but an amusement park, 
you really do need that some special somebody or just somebody to go and enjoy it with. So get online and check that one out. Also, if you're interested in pole dancing or burlesque, and not just as somebody who wants to do it or watch it, DJ Entertainment is hosting at Studio 77 this Monday night, December 14th at 8 p.m. That's on St. Antoine. West Island Singles 40 Plus Meetup Group is having a book discussion. Now, this is a great book. It's by Yolam. He wrote the Spinoza Problem. He's done a series of books. They're all fantastic. And this one is supposed to be his number one acclaimed one that just came out. So they are doing a book review. And it's happening at Mesa 14 on Bishop. That's on Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Have you read any of his books? I haven't, no. Oh, anyway, this one is great. Um, He also wrote uh, When Nishi, sorry, I think it was When Nishi Wept was the book that he wrote, um, which was just previous to this one. So great, great author, uh, great topic matter, and great way to meet new people and discuss something on a different level. Also, Cook and Date, they're having one of their evenings. It's a Mexican fiesta. This is for singles 40 and over, so... I might just head on there myself because I love their events. Again, you get together, you cook, you eat, you drink. They always have great wine selections at um, Christina's events. So this is happening again on Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Check out solointhecity.tv for the location. Now, one thing that I have done every year is I love to make raclette nights at home. This is a great way to entertain for anybody who hasn't done it. You buy this machine, it heats up your cheese on these little trays that you put in you by yourself. This is something that you prepare in advance. You buy this raclette cheese, you buy some dried beef, you put out your condiments, you put it on your table. It's the perfect way to entertain a big group. You sit around, you talk for hours and eat and drink. It's also the most romantic date night home. I mean, so this is something, again, it's easy. It's all done in advance. So there is a great one. If you want to try it out and have never tried raclette, there's, it's called the Giant Wood Fire Raclette Evening. This is taking place at Le Tohu. This is all part of the Montreal Christmas Village. It's hosted by Fumagerie au Gré des Champs. It's $10, and it's happening on Friday, December 8th at 4.30, so you have a nice relaxing afternoon. It's warm, it's inviting, it's all part of that comfort food, and if you like it, I really say do it at home. It's a great evening. Have Do you like raclette? Uh, I haven't had it in a while, but I, I, I mean, it's it's a pretty, it's a Quebecois classic. It's a lot, it's a lot of fun once in a while. Well, sure. yeah, and it, well, the, the thing is, it's a little bit different the raclette than the Quebecois. So the the dipping of mm-hmm. the fondue, this one's a little bit different. They do have Quebec and they have Swiss, and but you're right, it's it's it is a classic yummy. thing to do. It's very yummy. And then there's also a Christmas or a pre-Christmas Sanka set that's happening at Sir Winston Churchill Pub. It's happening on the second floor. So when you get there, go on upstairs. That's happening on. Friday at the 18th and it's $2 each and there's also a speed dating night at Le Rouge Bar again organized by Elite Speed Dating there's two different groups going on that night one is for women 25 to 34 and 35 to 45 and then men you're joining those two groups if you're 28 to 37 or 38 to 47 it's $25 and this is happening on Saturday night the 19th And then last but not least, I do want to talk about the fact that we're going to be hosting a bunch of events coming up 
in January and new different mission statements that Solo in the City and I will be hosting. And we just had our first one as well. Um, we're posting on Meetup because I do love the Meetup program called I Am Solo in the City. And we just hosted our first thing this past week. It was a great night out. Women uh, came out, around 20 women came out. We had wine and cheese at the W Hotel at the Wonder Bar. It was a great night. Thank you, ladies, for joining us. It was wonderful to all get out there and talk about being solo in the city and what we want for the new year. All right. Lots to do and all the events, of course, at solointhecity.tv and more, by the way, on the, on the calendar section there. Uh, each week, Cheryl answers your dating questions. This week, Tim uh, writes this. He's a listener of CJAD 800. He says, Dear Cheryl, I've been dating a girl for about three weeks now, and I don't know if I should get her a Christmas present. And so he asks, um, how much should I spend? Oh, my goodness. You know what? Um, I guess it really comes down to how you feel about this person. It reminds me of the TV show Scandal. Um, on it, one of the characters bought somebody that he's having a liaison with and he bought her a beautiful bracelet and he gives it to her and she gives it back and she goes, oh, it's not that kind of relationship. So number one is, do you consider the fact that you are in an exclusive relationship and does she feel the same way? As far as how much to spend, well, you know what? It is only three weeks. I think it should be something that's a token. It's a gesture. Um, make it something that's important to her. You know, if she loves to read, buy her a book. If she loves to cook, buy a cooking class or buy her a cookbook. Make it something that says, I listen to you. I know what you like. I know what you're about. It doesn't have to be the big thing. And as a matter of fact, studies have shown the more you spend the least chance you have of having a long-term relationship. And that even goes for buying diamond rings. I mean, we've talked about that on air. You don't have to spend thousands of dollars. The most successful relationships are for people who have spent between five and $2,000, I think it was, according mm. to some big study that was done in the U.S. So, and, and Tim, if you, if you haven't been listening, ask one of our friends on Facebook. Well, you know what, Tim? But you <laughs> might have to learn to start listening. <laughs> That's one way to start, but start listening, Tim. And give me a shout if you need help. We're here Saturday nights, 10 p.m. on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. All the episodes, blogs, and more at solointhecity.tv. Cheryl, have a great week. Thank you, Dan. And for more information on these things and many more activities that are going to be taking place, go to solointhecity.tv. Check out our dating site as well. And if you need help, reach out to me, info at solointhecity.tv, or call me at one 844 solo Always ready to answer your questions. Have a great week, and don't forget, keep it simply social, because it's all about the kiss. Lying sleepless when you go.